Hello everyone. My name is Sankal Gurjar. I work as a research fellow with the Indian Council of World Affairs. With me joining is Dr. Vivek Mishra. He is also a research fellow with the Indian Council of World Affairs. Today we are discussing situation in Kashmir and the broader geopolitics around it. So Dr. Mishra, uh, could you start off by saying what is happening in Kashmir in the last few days? Hi Sankal, it's uh, really a pleasure to be uh, with a fellow ICWA colleague. Um, you know, Kashmir, uh, as we are seeing, uh, this targeted killing of civilians uh, also on the on the eastern side, you have a standoff with China. But particularly, you know, there is there's been a great panic about the situation in Kashmir. Um, well, from here, we we really don't know if it's manufactured or not. But I think the role of TRF, uh, the resistance force, uh, has to be probed in, in, in great detail because there are this uh, small little uh, organizations which are claiming these attacks and killing civilians who have nothing to do with the overall conflict. Uh, and, you know, the narrative behind uh, the TRF is, is Pakistan's push to basically show that the uh, conflict in Kashmir is locally driven. Uh, but that agenda is clearly visible now. I mean, killing civilians is, is something um, that is not accepted by any measure. Um, uh, so I think it, overall it has created a lot of panic uh, in Kashmir. There is uh, depletion in tourism. Uh, there is security situation which has been an, perhaps at an all-time high. There, there were five uh, security personnel killed um, yesterday or day before. All that points in one direction that, uh, you know, it has it has... You know the attempt is to destabilize the security, internal security of Kashmir. Um, so that's that's the overall picture. Uh, but let me turn back to you and and get your views on should India worry because you're also uh, an internal security watcher. So your views. Uh, yes, I think we should worry because uh, Kashmir has always been a challenge for India's security planning, and uh, it's not just that uh, we are seeing this homegrown or whatever Pakistan-supported uh, terrorism in Kashmir. We also have a challenge on the uh, eastern side of Kashmir, which is in the Ladakh, right? So where the Chinese uh, soldiers are sort of, they have occupied Indian territory and India is trying to get them to vacate Indian territory. So that standoff continues. It's been now about a year and a half that the standoff has been going on. Recently, the news came out that the talks have sort of broken down for now. Uh, uh, so it will be interesting to see how the dynamics evolves because... Uh, uh, Pakistan on the one hand, China on the other hand, and then the internal sort of destabilization in Kashmir uh, sort of complicates India's security planning. Uh, and India will have to sort of take countermeasures uh, to sort of deal with this evolving situation. Uh, do you think there is any connection of this with the evolving situation in Afghanistan? Well, I, I, I would say absolutely. Uh, you know, there was the Kashmir, the LOC situation and the Kashmir situation was... Uh, albeit uh, quite for some time, but I think there has been a huge amount of flux on the on the LOC itself and the situation that preceded the current ceasefire, the so-called ceasefire. Uh, but I think what Afghanistan has added is uh, is an element of further flux, uh, and the the probability of of destabilization of the whole region, uh, if anything, has only expanded in terms of geography. So. Uh, we, we always talked about strategic depth. I think the depth of terrorism itself or the potential of terrorism has increased uh, with the, given the situation in Afghanistan. Now, for um, about two weeks, we are not hearing any alarming news uh, or, you know, we've heard an alarming news in, in terms of what happened in, in Kunduz 
uh, on the mosque blast. Uh, so I think it's uh, we will have to be at a great vigil on our uh, on our border because it over like I said, it overall it adds to the uh, further destabilizing factors uh, in the in the Kashmir situation. So finally, I mean, what do you how do you see the future? Uh, of this region connected with Afghanistan uh, to the LOC and further into Kashmir. Uh, what does it portend? So I think uh, if you are looking at the timeline for the next month or so, I think winter will start sort of coming in severely. But before winter sets in, I think challenges are going to go up for India. China will not sort of uh, want to, uh, you know, get uh, get its troops out of Ladakh. Uh, also, situation Afghanistan is evolving and Pakistan is also sort of in a, you know, it's in an internal flux in a way. I mean, the reports that are coming out with Imran Khan and the army and the ISI, sort of, you know, that tussle going on. Uh, so I think in the next month or so, India will have to be carefully sort of, you know, on its guard watching the situation closely. And then maybe uh, we will get uh, sort of four-month hiatus of sorts because of the weather. And then uh, in April, I think situation will look more clearer. Meanwhile, uh, we will also have to see whether the ceasefire that was signed this year, earlier in February 2020, holds or not. Because Pakistan has sort of always tried to uh, push militants and terrorists through uh, through the you know ceasefire line by firing across the LOC. So it will be interesting to see what sort of pattern develops uh, in the coming days and whether India can sort of re respond in kind to what Pakistan is doing. But for now, Kashmir remains a worry and India will have to up its guard for sure. I think you've summed it up beautifully, the challenges extending from Afghanistan up to the eastern border of India. That'll be all for today. So thank you, Sankal, for your time. Thank you, Vivek. Pleasure having you.